Bulldog 3-3, Apache November, fire for effect, over. Enemy OP on hilltop, over. Welcome everybody to Everlasting Veteran. I'm your host, Ryan Landry. I am joined in studio with Oki, Oklahoma, born, I believe, and raised Aaron Blake, singer-songwriter, uh, he's got amazing music coming out, and I have the privilege to have him on my show because he is an inspiring individual that always puts a positive message out to the world. Aaron, welcome to the show. Hey, appreciate you for having me, man. I'm looking forward to this moment. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, for the listeners and watchers out there, you know, are you originally from Oklahoma? Um, are you born and bred? Uh, and what's it like living out uh, out in the woods for you? Man, first off, I, uh, I'm a military kid, so I did move around a lot um, as a youngster. I was, uh, we arrived in Oklahoma, I say, I think it was like middle school or yeah, around there, middle school. And since then, I've been in Oklahoma, um, lived out. Like you said, man, I'm out in the woods now. <laughs> I've been in small towns, been in the city, been in different places, man. And there's just nothing like living in the country. The the opportunity to stretch out, do what you want. I mean, live free, live simple. I mean, I, lo I love that. So I am Oklahoma boy. Proud of it. Love it. <laughs> Don't plan on going anywhere either. Nice. Yeah, I actually did uh, my basic training and AIT at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, so I know okay. I know the flatlands over there pretty well. Um, yeah, oh, it yeah, is yeah. it is straight flat. You come up to uh, New England, and uh, you're going to have some uh, a little bit more hills and bumpy <laughs> roads. Um, a little more to see. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the first time I was introduced to a drive-through package store, though. That was that blew my mind. Uh, we don't <laughs> have, we don't have that up here. Um, so. No so how how's uh music going you're starting to release some new stuff um and you know what is it like getting into the studio and producing and writing songs for you yeah man it's been this year has been a definite definitely one of the challenge most challenging years i've had due to um schedule and the the new task that i've kind of taken on with my music <clears throat> excuse me, before, you know, past years, I kind of was just writing and writing and creating, but not really releasing and collabing with different people, just kind of enjoying that singer, the songwriter process of it. Well, this year I took a chance on myself and was like, you know what, I'm ready to start releasing a little more music and just kind of see how it goes. And so my plan for this year was just to release at least a single every month or every other month and just share my music with the world and hopefully, you know, get a response. If not, I mean, it is what it is. I love it. I'm going to continue to do it. So it, it's a positive message. It, it'll be good for whoever hears it. And the process of man studio, I've been blessed to have and to kind of accumulate things that I've needed at my house. So that way I didn't have to before, man, you're shelling out money to go to different producers to go the different studios and weekends away, things like that. And I kind of wanted to simplify everything for myself, learn what I could and grow that way as a producer, a musician, and as a songwriter and singer. So it's been a beautiful thing, learning and growing and releasing music and getting to meet great people like you through it all. Yeah, that's amazing, man. You know, and it's not just your music, you know, it's it's videos and content in which you put out to just let the world know who you are, who Aaron Blake is. And that's why we connected, because some of the positive videos you're putting out and the message you're putting out is, you know, putting more positive into this world and stop being so negative when, you know, if you if you look for the negative, the negative is going to find you. And 
you know, that's why we connected because, you know, I came across your content and I'm like, man, I got to have this guy on my show. And like, he's just so damn positive. And, you know, I absolutely love the content you put out. And not only that, you have an amazing voice, dude. You, you have a gift. Oh, um, yeah. And, you know, I, I do, I do have to say that some of the, even some of the songs that you put up that don't even, don't have a music video or anything. Um, you know, a year ago, those are some good songs too. Um, and you know, I think the world needs to hear your voice because you got a message, you got deliverance and you have that certain, you do have that little growl in your voice once in a while, <laughs> you know, that that's hard to find, you know, <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah. That's been some, been an adjustment getting used to it. I, I used to not enjoy it, but now I realize that's part of me and who I am. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And one of one of the ones you got out, uh, Country Life, um, you know, it, it's a great song. You know, it, it talks about unity. It talks about um, people uh, around your way, uh, community, uh, everything else. And, you know, if you just listen, close your eyes. And, and this is what I did. I closed my eyes and I listened to the lyrics of the song. And for me, it connects because you know, where I live in Connecticut, you know, I am in a small town and I know all my neighbors. We, we get together once in a while. We look out for each other, you know, right. and, you know, I, I really connected with that song. So I'd like to play a short clip of it and, you know, just kind of get your uh, two cents in on it of what inspired you to make this song and what it means to you. Absolutely. Man, you got a good hook with that song, man. People around the way, you know, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you that, like, I love that song. I absolutely love that song. I've played it probably about 20 times already. Um, Thank you, man. I'm not joking. Like, I, I've been bumping it in the car um, <laughs> you know, and I absolutely love it. So what what inspired you to make this song? Man, first off, thank you very much, man. You make me feel good about it. But the um, what inspired me to write this song, um, I put out a video a few weeks before that, and it talked about uh, getting rid of racism and prejudice and just everyone, community, unity, everyone coming together, like-minded people coming together. And I got such a polarized response, but not from the the group let me put it to you like this we all the people the the majority of people fit in this big bubble right and then mm -hmm. you have the extremes on both sides and so that's i got such love from the the bubble that it was just overwhelmingly like inspiring to write to those extremists the extreme sides so when i thought about this concept of you know, um, the country life is better because of my life experiences. You know, um, I've been out here. I'm in a town that maybe has a stop sign right, a stop sign right now, and the the community, the love that I've gotten before I came out here. Don't come. Uh, you uh, don't come out. Here. You shouldn't go out there. I should say that you shouldn't go out there. It's not safe or you might not be received or what's it like living out there. There's all these fear mongers going around about what it's like, especially since uh, uh, the media has fueled a lot of things, but it's right. typically, it's not true. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just not true that the majority of people are a certain way. And so when I wrote this song, I thought about all the people that I know, all the relationships that I built, all the good experiences that I've had doing stuff that, you know, I like to fish. I like to go hog hunting. I like to, four wheel do all these different things man and 
I mean, all the everybody I meet out there, it's all love. You know, we're all laid back, enjoy each other's company. Man, they give you the shirt off your back, and I'll do the same. And so I wanted to put that out there in a song and kind of display the beat and the pulse of what's actually going on where I'm at. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely feel in the lyrics, man. And, you know, I... One thing with me is, you know, comedian wise, you know, when you have comedians, they make fun of stereotypes, all that kind of stuff. When you get down to real talk, all right, Right. you know, there's people that, you know, stereotyping type of thing can kill cultures, can, can kill communities, you know, and... You know, it's one thing to, you know, have some buddies, have some friends, you know, and, you know, in the military, it was like that. And even, you know, friends I have outside the military, you know, from every single walk of life, you know, like there are certain stereotype type of things that are funny, but then there's the down to earth who you are that you can't. You can't put a label on somebody just because of their appearance. That's what right. people need to understand. And, you know, I, I look at it this way. Look at Kane Brown, all right? right. Famous music, music artist, all right? He could easily go into R&B. He could easily go yeah. into soul, um, pop. You know, his roots are country. You know, and I just bring it up because you can't, and this is the old saying, you can't judge a book by its cover. You can't assume you have to get to know the person, you know, and even if, you know, it's just your neighbor, if you don't know them, know them, you just know of them. And until until you know somebody, truly know somebody you have them over for a barbecue, you have mm-hmm. a beer with them, you know, right. whatever. You go fishing, you know, and a lot of people don't understand is if you go fishing or you go hunting, you're honestly going to get to know somebody more because especially if you go hunting <laughs> in the early mornings when you're going to find out somebody's scared of the dark, that's for sure. Right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you don't know somebody, you can't you can't put a stereotype on anybody. All right. If somebody has a certain thing in their culture, that's just part of their culture. It's not a stereotype, you know. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I, I, I think, you know, and I think that's why I connect with that song so well, because, you know, where where I live, where I was born and raised, I, I live close by to where I was born and raised. Um you know, and my parents, they, you know, they have a birthing field, a, a cow birthing field right next to their house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a farm that, you know, is 100 plus acres. Um, but, you know, where I was born and raised, 10 minutes, you know, five minutes down the road, you you cross, you know, that streetlight and it's a completely different town. It's a city, right. you know. Right, right. Uh, and I think that's why I kind of relate and, you know, really connect with that song. And I appreciate you putting it out because I really feel like there's a lot of other people that will be able to connect with that song. Yeah. And that's, that's that was my hope. And that was my wish that, you know, it could capture the, like I talked about earlier, the bubble of people, man, mm-hmm. the, the real down to earth people that are, like you said, we all have different styles, but the character of a person is what's important. We all do a lot of the similar similar things, same things in different ways, but it's the character, the heart of the person that really matters and how they carry themselves, man. And you know, that comes in all shapes and sizes and forms. So um, yep. connecting with like-minded people, that's, that is my mission. I mean, I don't care about anything. I connect with like-minded people. If, if you got a mind that, uh, and a heart that wants to do right and, you know, you have a moral compass, man. I'm probably gonna rock mm-hmm. with you. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> we might have two things, one thing in common, but I bet you I'll rock with you because of that. So, yep. yeah, it's all about just being a good person. That's really yep. what it comes down to, yep. you know. And, you know, I'm not a super religious person, but, you know, you, 
you heard, you know, the old, old Testament, old saying and stuff, love thy neighbor, yep. you know, and, and you know, it, you know, and I, I don't, I don't go on the show and I don't preach. I'm a spiritual person. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, you know, I, I, I was raised Roman Catholic. Um, mm-hmm. I don't practice that, but I'm a spiritual person. Um, you know, my wife's side of the family is native American. Um, okay. you know, so I dive more into that spiritually, mm-hmm. uh, which it doesn't matter. And it goes to the same Testament of, it doesn't matter who you are. If you, if you're spiritual, if you're religious or whatever your religious belief is, if you have a belief of a higher power, you know, and it just goes to show that you believe in something greater than you. And that just means that you need to be a better person, you know, so that way, whatever your belief is, good things will come when you put positive energy out there. It's true, man. There is a law of reciprocity, man. And what you put out is what you get back. And so, I mean, that's, that's biblical in itself is the law of reciprocity. Mm -hmm. So what you put out, what you get, you know, the seed you sow, that's the heart you reap. And so with a lot of people, man, I think you're doing yourself a disservice by, like we talked about earlier, is the negativity, the, the constant pointing the finger. When you start looking at yourself inwardly and start uh, realizing, you know, we all have things that we need to work on to be better to do better and to, you know, spread love, which is the key to everything. I mean, when you can look at someone and say, I cherish them like I cherish myself, you'll start reacting and doing things differently towards people. And so, I mean, that's what it's about, man. And that's what I try to convey in my music, you know, that what you sow is what you reap. Biblical principles, you know, like the the foundational principles that transcend anything and everything, and that's that's where it's at for me. Yeah, yeah, and that uh, that brings me to the next. You know, you came out with a song called "Find God," mm-hmm. you know, and this is a very short clip of it. Um, you know, and again, I mean, you know, you can apply this to pretty much any type of relationship that you have, whether it's you know a friend. Uh, you know, a female friend, a male friend, whatever, or just a friend, um, you know, just being a good person. And we're going to take a look at this. All right. Again, man, dude, I, I, I rock with it, man. Like the beats, the, the music, the rhythm, um, you know, I, I just connect with it, you know, um, you know, just a little bit about me. A lot of people don't know, you know, I'm not, I'm not a a crazy good musician or anything, you know, Uh, I played saxophone, self-taught myself on piano and I fiddle around a little bit with guitar. You know, I'm, I'm not in a band. I'm not at that, at that level, but you know, I, I don't take lessons, you know, other than when I was doing saxophone and stuff. Um, but you know, music's music is in in my blood, in my soul to listen to it, to listen to the lyrics and everything else. And, you know, everything that you're putting out right now just feels like it comes from a deep place, a good, deep place, a good message putting out to people. So, I mean, with that song, I mean, where did you, you know, come up with the inspiration for that? Man, that song is... It is really, um, see, I did a lot of work with youth and I did a lot of work with um, young adults, I say 21, 22, things like that. And it is a common theme, a common reoccurring theme with relationships they're going through. They come to me for advice like, hey, I'm dealing with this person and um, it's not working out. And they tell me their story. And it was just like, it was just so glaringly obvious that a lot of the issues stem from within 
you were seeking different things. And some people find drugs. Some people find, you know, uh, gambling. Some people hop from relationship to relationship to try to fill a void or fill, you know, some emptiness or empty place that they have in their heart. And they're putting all this pressure on the other person when really it's you choose to be happy. You need to be happy first. You need to be whole within yourself first before you jump in and bring somebody else into your chaos and then say, hey, you're the issue. So you, it's like you're constantly looking for a scapegoat, but really it starts with the healing process within inside of you. And that kind of brought me to that song of like, man, you know, you need to talk to God about it. Like, find God, find, find somebody who can save you. Right. Save, you know, work on yourself before you come and try to get into a relationship or, you know, um, just tie tie yourself to someone. And so that was kind of the inspiration for that song, man. And, you know, the younger generation has been on my heart due to, mm-hmm. you know, you can see how yeah. a lot of things that we used to call like crazy and out of this world is just like a norm thing for them. So. It's right. it's definitely I was trying to sow some 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 oh for him. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's one thing that, you know, season season one, season two, it, it, as long as I have everlasting veteran going, you know, and, and it's a message you can spread to anybody. You don't have to be a mess uh a veteran, you know, to spread spread the message, you know, and and being the best version of yourself for you first. Yeah. You know, it's very important because you can't give a hundred percent of yourself if you're not a hundred percent for yourself That's to right. begin with. That's right. You know, and you know, I started the beginning of Everlasting Veteran because I was I was at one point in a very dark place. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife, you know, is my rock for through everything. Uh, she'll continue continue to be in the birth of my daughter, who she's now seven. Um, really started pointing me in a better direction, um, you know, from, you know, deployment, military, everything, and even being a police officer the last over a decade now going on 11 years, you know, there's a lot of stuff in life that we get thrown at us that can bring us to the darkest places. If we can't find a way to be the best version of ourselves for us first, we can't help else a hundred percent or be there for somebody else a hundred percent you know and you know that's why i reached out to you because you know your positive message you know being on that positive road is the positive road that you know i'm striving to continue on um you know where there's a lot of veterans and with music uh you can connect with so many different people you know, music brings people together. You know, it doesn't matter what genre you're in. It doesn't matter if you have a message through your lyrics, you know, how you deliver them is out of this world, other godly, you know, and, you know, people connect with it and you're doing it and people need to hear you. And that's man. why I reached out to you. I appreciate that, man. I definitely, you know, that was one of the reasons why I got I started in the music. Um, it was, uh, there was a time in my life, it was dark. You know, like you said, it was a dark place. I uh, I wasn't a great communicator, so a lot of stuff was bo- bo- just piled inside of me. And then it, it comes out in various ways that are negative. But when I learned to just start writing my thoughts down, writing my thoughts down, I started seeing that it was in like a poem type form but it wasn't actually poems. And then I would create melodies to it. And I'm like, you know what, this is songwriting. And it started growing and bubbling out of me. And so I I wanted to write songs that meant something to people and not just to make you dance or, you know what I mean? Just not be so surface. Although I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. We all need to laugh, have a good time, dance, whatever. Mm -hmm. But there's times when I wanted to listen to something, say I'm on a long road trip driving, I'm in my thoughts, man, I want to connect with something. I want to, I always love the songs that you could connect with and you could, it resonates within you and helps you to reflect on um, how you feel. And so it's been a process for me and that's where I 
have taken it and, you know, I'll continue to go. So that way I, you know, operate in my, in my passion and with purpose. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why I connect, you know, with your music and what the content you put out, because a lot of people don't realize you know, they may see my logo and the main logo for the podcast is with the headphones. Um, but it has a deeper meaning, you know, for me, uh, because a lot of times, you know, we just we have to hit the pause button and just listen, you yes. know, and especially in the veteran community, um, you know, with with Everlasting Veteran. And that's why I put headphones. It's a simple it's a simple message that I'm trying to put out that, you know, we just need to pause our lives sometimes and just listen to somebody else because you could be that change when they you just listen to them, you know, or be able to, you know, have somebody listen to you and, you know, they just pause what they're doing and take in, you know, what they have in life. And, you know, the one thing that I do have to say from deployment that has always stuck with me and I find myself doing it multiple times is I'll sit out back, you know, on my porch or around a fire, sometimes by myself. And that's what, that's where I find the most peace. Not that I don't like hanging out with people, but I get to absorb what I've created. I get to absorb what I've worked hard for, you know, and I'd be able, you know, I'm able to bring myself back to that moment to say, don't take everything for granted. Don't take anything for granted, you know, Mm -hmm. because what you create and what you establish in your life you know, it's not a matter of a monetary mean, you know, of status, you know, it comes down to what you've created in your life where you can be the best person and also have created success in many different avenues of approach. And sometimes we just need to pause and just listen, listen to our inner voice, listen to the people that are suggesting, you know, good suggestions to better yourself, you know, and not not brush that off. And that's why I came up with the logo that I did. A lot of people don't, you know, they see it as it's a podcast. So he has headphones, you know, Um, does have a deeper meaning to it for me. And I just, I just kind of want to put that out there. So that's good. So uh, we did have uh, a, a few people, uh, we got, uh, I took the top, top three. Um, I asked to put one question, but the majority of them are two part questions. Uh, <laughs> first one is, uh, a follower and listener, April, uh, crier. I hope I, uh, pronounced that right. So she says, why did he start singing and what was his motivation to get started? Right. That's a good question. Why did I start singing? And I started singing. I grew up in the church, so my dad used to sing a lot. So he'd be in the choir, and my mom was kind of in and out of the choir. Uh, my dad would sing around the house, and uh, he would kind of get us to sing background for him. And he'd be like, hey, you do this part, you do that part. And so we would, we'd mess around every now and then singing. And doing that, and I had, you know, you grow up, you see an adult, everybody you know is singing or singing in the choir, singing in the church, singing, praising God, doing all that. So you 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 see it, you see it, and it's just, you're immersed in it. And one day when I was probably about, I think I was like 10 or 11, I told my dad, man, I want to sing. And he was like, sing, just start singing. And so he came up with one line, and I forget what it was. Let me see. Oh, he, it was this one line. He said, he made me sing it over and over and over. It was like, I want, I want you dear in my life now or something like that. And I kept singing it over and over and over until I could actually sound decent. And ever since then, it just kind of, like I said, I started writing and then it, I was able to put melodies to the songs and I loved the way it made me feel. I loved the way I was able to release emotions um, through singing. And that's kind of how I got started um, doing the church. What was the second part of the question? I 
completely forgot. See, the two parts going to get me, man. I know, I know. So the first part, <laughs> when 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 did you start singing? Yeah. And the, the second it was probably about 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. And then the second part was, uh, what was your motivation for getting started? Yeah, man, getting started. That was probably the hardest thing for me. You, Everybody loves to sing in the shower. But yeah. to really best. get started, <laughs> hey, best solo, best wrist, every, I mean, best notes ever hit were in the shower. Yeah. And so I, <laughs> I, uh, I really started getting started singing and step out there was uh, probably in high school. Um, it was a big thing for me, man. My older brother started, he got a studio, he built a studio in our house and I got to dabble on the microphone a little bit and I started writing, started going for it, man. And that's when it, it really happened. I didn't, I put out maybe one song in high school, one song or two in college. And then thought, let me start taking this serious. Got in with the band and we, we did some shows. We come up with our EP, it, it was insane, man. We did an EP in two days, two studio sessions, crammed in like eight, nine songs and just hammered it out all through night. <laughs> Sleep half, <laughs> halfway through, but we did it and we made some some good noise with it. So that was, I was hooked. Ever since then, I was hooked. Yeah. Yeah, I've been known to uh, be called the songbird of my generation. Uh, between Fergie and Jesus, but uh, you know, in the shower, I get the Celine Dion notes and drop back back down to Blake Shelton, and you know, <laughs> you got yeah, it all, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, songbird of my generation, man. I can't, you know, it was a title given to me. Um, any step fans out there know what I'm talking about. Um, Anybody's interested to get a listen, you can uh, head over to YouTube at Aaron Blake Music um, and check him out. And make sure you go over to uh, Facebook, uh, Aaron underscore Blake. Uh, you can put in uh, Facebook.com backslash I am Aaron Blake and get you over to his page. Make sure you like and follow. This man is doing some great things and a great individual to top it all off. So thank you. I want to, I want to, um, you know, I mean, what could be better than this? You know, um, you know, two great dudes on an awesome show, which leads me into what could be better <laughs> song that you put yeah. out. I, you know, the ladies are probably going to ask, you know, is he naked? All right. Because you got, <laughs> you, you got your shot in there and I'm just going to let everybody just take a look, take a listen. All right, here we go. No more make believe, no more breathing in. What could be better than Where did the days go when we used to clown around? When it was okay to laugh when they falling down. And were you going, you going for that like nineties usher vibe there, you know, because (laughs) dude, I tell you the lyrics, your voice, um, you know, just everybody's got to take a lesson to the full song because, you know, it really is, you know, a great song. I, I joke and play, you know, just because of the, uh, relevance of the show, but I tell you, man, some of the stuff you're putting out right now, I'm, I'm surprised that, you know, a year ago, two years ago, you know, I haven't started hearing your stuff, you know, and I always constantly am looking for, I like underground music. I like the underground artists because it's raw, it's raw emotion. It's not tampered with by big music industry. You're putting your heart and soul into it. It means more. And the stuff you're putting out right now, man, is, is amazing. Absolutely amazing. You know, 
I'm not going to get into what inspired you to lay on the ground, what appears like with no shirt on. <laughs> but what, what, got you, what got you into, you know, the title of the song and what does that song mean to you? Man, that song is really, you know, the funny thing is I probably wrote that song um, a year ago, but the relevance of it was right now for me as it relates to what's going on in the world, it relates to how I'm feeling. And um, I was going for my my inner Lenny Kravitz, you know, type five, you know, how, you know, just tried to change it up a little bit. But the thing about that song for me is a lot of things that were good when we were growing up is now considered bad, is now considered controversial, is common sense is not common anymore. And when I say what could be better is really what could be better than being able to speak your mind, speak how you feel and stand by it, you know, and not worry about opinions, not worry about what they're trying to tell me I should believe or, or think. And so that mm-hmm. kind of inspired me to write it and to finish the song. Um, there's a line in there. Um, um, I'm still wishing I could be Maverick. You know, when we were kids, we were running around in alleys and through the backwoods in the country with planes. We all thought we were Tom Cruise, man. To this day, when I watch this movie, I get chills. Like, I I don't know what it is, but if I could be one person, it's, it's Maverick, man. Like, it, yeah. it's it's an amazing feeling, you know, just that pride, that that uh, that heroic energy, you know what I mean? That masculine heroic energy, that, that pride in country and things so um a lot of that is they're trying to stifle i feel like and so i took a chance at you know speaking against it and mm-hmm. as you can see there's other people who are doing the same you know you've mentioned oliver anthony and different people like that there's there's a lot of artists who are displaying those same type of feelings so yeah yeah and it's a shame man because you know it- I do feel wholeheartedly that our country will put their foot down uh, just just like, you know, when they the governor of New Mexico tried to, you know, infringe on the Second Amendment. Uh, that was right. fairly, you know, the police chiefs came out in, in uproar uh, throughout the country, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, the thing is, is. You know, you and I and other law-abiding citizens, you know, we follow the rules. We follow the laws. They're put in place for people that don't want to follow them. You know, it's right. just like it goes back to grade school. Somebody messes up, a rule gets put in place for a reason because somebody did something to mess it <laughs> yeah. up for everybody, you know. Right. So just because you have somebody, you know, doing something that that is illegal you know or whatever it doesn't mean that you need to paint everybody with a broad brush you know and and i say i say it in policing as well because there's a lot of people i run into they're like you know oh man you know there's some people that hate me just because i am a police officer but there you know there are some people that at first they do pass that judgment because i am a white police Mm -hmm. officer you know and Mm -hmm. we're not into the whole back and forth with that because it annoys the shit out of me but (laughs) some people i get done you know talking with them i have to make an arrest whatever the case may be and Uh they thank me and they go you know what you're a cool dude i said right that's what that's what it takes just get to know somebody a little bit and you realize that at face value it's not what you think you know and it goes it goes to anything in life you know, you can't you can't judge a book by its cover. You can't mm-hmm. just put a title on, you know, yep. one thing because, you know, you had some experience with, mm-hmm. you know, the next person you run into may completely change your view, you know. And right. You know, right. I have this conversation, you know, many times with family members and everything else. And, you know, my brother-in-law, he's a former Marine. Uh, he is the owner of Rock and Frenchies, uh, the dog breeder okay. in South Carolina that helped me out, donate a dog this past July. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize, like, you know, he is an amazing individual. You know, it, mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of people that understand that. 
but you put the two of us next to each other. One, you know, he's probably about a foot and a half taller than me. I mean, I'm I'm five eleven, you know, uh-huh. and a half. Um <laughs> But he stands next to me and he's about a foot and a half taller than me, you know, and, you know, he is a Pacific Islander, right? And, you know, and my niece and nephews, you know, are half Native American and half Trinidad, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, he's originally from Trinidad, you know, and we have a very mixed family, you know, Mm -hmm. and I only bring it up because if people got to know me, got to know Ryan, right? Not the police officer, not the veteran, got to know Ryan, right? Mm -hmm. It's a different story, right? You get to know my life story, you know, and in turn, I can get to know yours, you know, and a lot of other people need to do the same thing because you're going to find out you have more in common with the person you thought you didn't, right? Than the person that you thought you actually had more in common with. Let that uh, set in. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. unfortunately, there's so many fake people out there. They put an image up because that's what they mm-hmm. think they want people to see versus just right. being themselves. Right. So what so what if sometimes you're an awkward individual? Or so mm-hmm. so what sometimes like you speak your mind a little bit more. As long as you speak your mind right. and your truth, you're honest and you're a good person, that's all that matters. And that's, but, yeah, yeah. Honestly, a lot of people don't want to hear honesty. You know, they don't want to hear mm-hmm. it. They don't want to hear mm-hmm. that, No, you know, it's not the right thing. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. know, and, mm-hmm. and I think that's what, you know, when Oliver Anthony put out Richmond, North of Richmond, mm-hmm. you know, why people connected with it so much because we're sick and tired of being lied to. We're sick and tired of these false narratives, you know, and, you know, I, I saw this comedian a um, few weeks back and he talked, talked about poli- politics briefly. He's like, you know, when, when the elections came around, we had a shit sandwich or a shit, shit sandwich, you know, and it's like, hate it or love it, whatever side you're on, I don't care. As long as you're a good person, let's be Americans together and make this country great again, you know, and, you know, Oliver Anthony, you know, really put out what I think is, you know, 2023's, you know, anthem. And I just, I just looked it up again, dude, it hit 70 million views. (laughs) That's so crazy, man. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Anybody that hasn't listened to it or seen it, we're going to do a short clip just for the uh, beginning of the song. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame. <laughs> Dude. Every time I hear the song, <laughs> it speaks more. And even watching the video more, because I'm one of those people that pick up in background stuff. He's got mm. a deer stand with the blind in the back, right? He's got a cow on his shirt. You know, he's got the magical red beard, which it, it, it has magic powers. Everybody knows that. <laughs> and, That's where you know, he's... Voice from. Yeah, he's fiddling away. You know, it, his beard is his pop filter. That's what it is. You know, and <laughs> he he's fiddling away. He's in, in, in the woods. This is his scenery. Mm-hmm. All right. And the guy the guy is just putting his heart out there. You know? It's yeah, it's so raw and authentic, man. And you can't beat that. Yeah. You cannot beat that. Yeah. And, and it speaks, it speaks volumes, especially to like anybody that listened to banjo, old school country, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know, soul, mm-hmm. even some soul music, um, that was, you know, acoustically driven, um, to just bring out that raw voice. Um, yep. you know, he, he nails it with the song and the lyrics speak volumes. Um, 
you know, what, what is your, what is your take and what is your feeling? What does it mean to you uh, with Oliver Anthony's song? Man, you touched on a lot of it. Um, I did a reaction video on it and I mean, the, the post and the response that he got says everything you need to know. People are tired of living the way they've been living, you know, due to the systems that have been set in place. Um, his authenticity, the raw truth, and he just said it how he said it and sang it with such emotion and such conviction. I mean, it was easy to draw in and his time was now because of how the climate of the country was. And so um, I think it speaks to all walks of life. Um, everybody in the middle, in between, uh, um, left, right, it doesn't matter. I mean, we've all seen it, felt it, and we've heard um, what he's talking about. And so to me, man, music like that is what needs to be mainstream and not some of this other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, just be a, be a goddamn American, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, since... I mean, the, the way things have been going, I mean, people were talking civil war, people were talking, right. it, it, it's gotten crazy, man, you know? And, mm-hmm. you know, e- even with the conspiracy stuff with Maui, you know, and Oprah Winfrey, right, right. different subject mm-hmm. for another day, right? And yeah. the video footage of that and whatever. Mm-hmm. There's, there's some stuff that, you know, is starting to come out. People are paying attention. You want to talk about like woke, I think people just kind of woke up to the fact that we've been lied to, you know, and it's it's not woke America like people think it is. It's we're sick and tired of, you know, the American dream, you know, what this country is founded on, freedom of speech, Second Amendment, everything else of people just kind of waking up, not waking up, but sick and tired of that that woke america they wanted to put a name on it that was a new thing in 2020 mm-hmm. you know and yeah. you know it i mean for me you know it's one of those things that it, even if you came to this country you know from a different country if you work hard you know you get your citizenship you're an american right right <laughs> All mm-hmm. anybody asks is just to contribute like we contribute. Yeah. That's yeah. It. it's it's a very simple task. We're not mm-hmm. we're not saying, oh, go back to your country. No, don't come here and like kill people. Don't come here and like commit crimes, you know, mm-hmm. and then think you're gonna get away with it. You know, it, right. it's just come if you want to come here, the American dream that has been talked about for centuries is come here, or even if you're American. Stop fighting with each other, right? right. Love right. thy neighbor, right? right? You know, it's harder. Mm-hmm. It's harder to be angry and upset than it is to just be a good person and put good vibes out there. Yeah, you know. Yeah. At the at the end of the day, if people just stopped and go, I'm just going to give him a hug. <laughs> right. And right. How many? How many times, how many times have you just stopped and, you know, you know, talk to somebody and then you got a new perspective on what's going on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, even, even I, I ran into, I ran into uh, a homeless guy a few nights ago and I, I've been working nights for, you know, over 10 years now. And, mm-hmm. you know, I run into him and I've never seen him before. You know, and every single person I run, run into, I always kind of want to hear their story, you know, mm-hmm. just because it's who I am, you know, right. I want, it's not just that I want them to feel like I'm listening to them. It's also because I kind of want to, uh, want to understand them. That's just how mm-hmm. I operate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm talking to him and, uh, he's like, I've been homeless for 30 years. I'm like, man, what is that like? You know, and I just started having a conversation. What is it like to be homeless for 30 years? Because I don't know. Right. Do you like it? Is it enjoyable? He absolutely loves it. Love it. (laughs) Yeah. Loves it. He he Mm -hmm. loves the distance from people. He loves not Mm -hmm. having to deal 
stuff. That's his world. Mm-hmm. Whether right. he's telling a hundred percent truth, I don't know, but he was, he was, you know, convicting in, in his story mm-hmm. of letting me know, like, this is my life. This is what I chose, you know? And mm-hmm. how many other people just pass by him and go, he made poor life decisions. Poor life. Yes. Judged him. Mm-hmm. And judged him, mm-hmm. you know? And do I know everything about him? Absolutely not. In the 10 minutes I talked to him, but he was very convincing, you know, in, mm-hmm. in his, in his story of how he's telling me, I, I enjoy being homeless. I enjoy the distance from people. You know, right. I enjoy, you know, living in the woods. I, I don't have, living you know, free, I care, free mm-hmm. a carefree life. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been doing it for 30 plus years. Right. Who am I, who am I to say that's not the life to live? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you, you can take that and bring it to any extreme you want. And as long as you just get to know somebody, then you can better understand and get a perspective, you know, on, you know, what even daily tasks you have to like accomplish to feel like you got through your day, you know, mm-hmm. and, it, it, and just let that set in because, you know, I mean, how I live versus how he lives is complete polar opposites. You know, right. am I happy all the time? No, because I'm normal. I'm a person. Is he happy all mm-hmm. the time? Nope. But do we love our lives the way we live them? Absolutely. Can we coexist? Right. Can we have a conversation? Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. can we sit down, have a dinner, you know, or a lunch or whatever? A hundred percent, you know, right. and it just to my point of no matter what walk of life, you're going through, as long as you're in that path that you want to be in, you can't place judgment on that person's life, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's just one of those things I just want to bring up because, you know, I I feel like people nowadays, they're just so quick to pass judgment. You know, if it's not the life that they're living, then it's wrong in a sense. And it's wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it just, it boils my blood. But yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah. So we have a couple more questions. So I got Sergeant Big Country. Uh, Mm -hmm. His name's Brian Conwell. Um, So where is your favorite place to go and get inspiration for writing your songs? That's a good one, man. Let me tell you, I uh, I'm when I'm looking for inspiration. I really don't have to look for it. I just go on a drive. I love to just go wide open spaces, no music, windows down. Um, Usually early morning or sun getting ready to go down, man, I'm just, I'm cruising. Either I'm coming back from work or I'm going, you know, just wherever. I take that time, shut everything down, put down the phone and reflect on some of the things that I went through in that day and that week. Um, some of the things I saw, maybe heard or had conversations with, and it'll just come to me. It'll just come to me. And I'll just start mumbling to start singing, humming stuff, and words come to me, concepts come to me due to what I've seen, what I've heard. So there is no de- like definite um destination or place that brings me inspiration but more of like a feeling it's when i digress when i kind of ah, settle back in reflect and the place of reflection is where i can really hear my inner self and what's going on what my spirit's telling me of what needs to happen what i <laughs> where i'm feeling how i'm feeling and how i need to portray what i'm feeling but i do yeah, write a that. lot of songs in when i go fishing <laughs> I do write a lot of stuff when I go fishing. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's maybe that's your one place. You just don't know it. Maybe that is. Maybe that is. Yeah. I just never really thought of it. So yeah, yeah just get that uh, time to decompress. You know, let yeah. let, let the mind be creative. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and just be be you and let right. the feelings on the paper type of thing. Mm-hmm. So. I do have another one. Uh, they want to remain anonymous. I don't know why, 
Um, but who is your hero or who do you look up to? That's the first one. So I'll let you answer that and then we'll go on to uh, the second part question. Okay. Who do I look up to? Man, I look up to, as far as individuals, I look up to anybody who is willing to step out and be 100% authentic to who they are. Man, that takes courage. That takes balls. That takes grit. That takes, uh, you know, you have to be fearless to be who you are authentically, no matter who you're around, where you are, or what you do. I just think that is, I mean, you. this speaks volumes. I mean, that's by far something, a trait, I should say, as opposed to, but it's something I look up to. And then also, you know, Jesus Christ, obviously. He, he's been the rock that kept me out of everything, showed me the way, inspired me, and, and helped me be a better person and who I'm supposed to be, so. Gotcha. So the, uh, I, I don't know if this is a two part, but who inspired you the most to become a singer? It is a two part. And what genre do you feel most connected to and see yourself continuing to write songs in? Okay. So we'll go uh, with the first. Okay. Who inspired the you to become a singer? Who inspired me? Man, I used to listen to there was some groups man growing up like the the real the 90s r&b was a big thing for me um you got groups like jagged edge and mm -hmm. drew hill and you know those groups man that were just out there they definitely put an imprint on me um i used to listen to to gospel songs from uh who was the man fred hammond man that was my guy growing up as well and then um there's been Garth Brooks had a, had a he, he caught me a little bit, man. I'm not gonna lie, Garth Brooks when he was in his day, man, he got me a little bit. Being from Oklahoma as well, um, Gavin DeGraw, Anthony Hamilton, um, a lot of those guys when they first came out with their music before it became a little more industry, they were raw, and I, I just love that that acoustic, the guitar feel with. You know the the raspiness of voice, those type of things, man. So, those are some of the people I looked up to and enjoy listening to um, growing up. And um, who did I connect with as far as like who do I see myself like musically? No, you know, just I, what, I, I what genre do you feel like you uh, most connect with? Okay, and see you're continuing to write songs and. That's a yeah. that's a deep one. Yeah, like that's one of those ones when you're a songwriter and and you really you really sing to what the music does to you. I think mm -hmm. that's been my biggest issue is I don't even know which one's going to which one connects with me the most. And so when people ask me that I you know, I I wish I could tell you but I know it has a, a little bit of this and a little bit of that in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a little country, a little soul, a little R and B, uh, yeah. a little rock. I love it all, man. From I'm my my music taste is very eclectic, and I like to keep it that way because my upbringing was as well. So it's all me. It's all me, and I, there's no um, faking who I am. It's it's what I've been around. It's how I grew up. So. Um, yeah, so so basically, I would love <laughs> so basically, Aaron Blake is saying that you got R and B, now you got A B, which is its own genre, all right, and you got to go listen. <laughs> He's about there. Under it is. Yeah, right. A B, A and B yes, is the new genre to listen to. A and B. <laughs> there it is, man. Go check it out. Aaron Blake music, baby. <laughs> yeah. Doing amazing things, man. I just want to put this up because uh, you had country life. Um, you know, that that is what you're going to be looking for sitting on that truck. Yes, sir. What do you, what do you got? What do you got on there? You got uh, what do you got? Five inch lift, 
Six inch lift. Six, six, six. inch. I'm surprised yeah. you could tell from the picture, man. You you a truck guy, man. I I had a six and a half inch uh, rough country lift yep, with thirty five. Uh, yeah, I got thirty seven inch. Oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a big boy. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Nah, I know. I know my lifts, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I bought a. Uh, let's see. When was this? Uh, 2015. I uh, bought a brand new 15 Silverado, uh, straight off the lot, zero miles. I oh, said. Man. 200 miles later, I said lift kit, tires. I bought the full skid plate kit, everything else. Oh, uh, yeah, had that for like three years, and then uh, big boy upgraded to the 350, and uh, went power stroke with it. You know. Oh yeah. What so, you got in there? I got the King Ranch, man. The King Ranch. Oh yeah, I love yeah. a King Ranch, man. Yeah. So that you know, it's one of those things. I'm like ah, brown leather. I don't know, dude. I tell you, I'll never go back. <laughs> <laughs> got me. Uh huh. So, yeah, I'm hoping to yeah. make that jump soon. Yeah. Any any truck guys out there? You guys know what we're talking about. Absolutely. So, so uh, you know, we we got you know we got some great you know intros that came out uh, trailers, if you call them. Um, what do you have? I know we, we spoke offline. Uh, you got some new stuff coming out. Um, you plan on releasing at some point. Um, what can, you know, your music listeners expect? What emotions are you going to bring them through? Man, that is an awesome question. Uh, what you can expect from me is, is a little bit of, I'm always going to push the lines of genres. So I like to fuse things together. So I might be a little bit closer to a genre on this next one. I'm not going to tell you which one, but mm -hmm. it'll, I'll, I'll kind of veer off a little bit and come back. And so what I got next um, is fall, you know, falls around the corner. Leaves are going to start dropping here in a little bit. So I'm going to have something to cater to that feeling, that emotion, that, uh, that, that laid back, um, that laid back vibe. I mean, I, that's where, where I can go. I am dropping uh, uh, two songs here in the next month, I believe. And they will be for, I had an EP coming out called How About Her. And it was just, it's based on relationships and things like that. So they will be two songs that'll connect with those listeners that are looking for something like that. All right. That's what I have. Yes, sir. It's going to be fun, man. Y'all going to like it. Well, ho <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Everlasting Veteran gets a little listen and be able to put it out for uh, for the crowd once uh, yeah. you're ready to drop it, you know? Yes, sir. So, um, hey, any, uh, any shout-outs you want to give family members, friends, inspiration, stuff like that, please take the time right now. Um, you know, I love when people are able to, uh, you know, give their shout outs and pay respects to people that have brought them to the level that they are right now. Thanks, man. Well, to family, my, my friends that have supported me through these years, um, all the fans that have really poured into the music and finding out who I am sharing my music. I mean, that goes a long way as an independent artist, um, taking the time to even like a picture or like a, video man that helps us out so much uh thank you for that support thank you for all the people who reach out to me and talk to me on a personal level um about what's going on in their life and and try to figure out what's going on in mine man i, I appreciate all your prayers all your hope all your love you're sending my way i do the same for you um thank you to the musicians that i get to work with shout out to uh ryan and other people who have came along the way and really just uh open up their platform to me um thank you guys thank everyone so amazing you know and you guys make sure you go check out aaron blake music on youtube uh you can type in aaron blake i tried it on multiple different uh 
website platforms. He's the first one that comes up because he's doing amazing things. A lot of people are looking him up. Make sure you go to I am Aaron Blake. It's Aaron underscore Blake on Facebook. He's got Instagram. You got Twitter? Uh, Twitter. Yeah, I don't really understand that platform. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, make sure you go check him out. And I just want to give a shout out. My brother-in-law uh, goes by Ron English. He's got Rockin' Frenchies down in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. He is a proud partner with Everlasting Veteran. Uh, we were able to provide the first service dog uh, back in July down in North Carolina at a uh, Man 22 Suicide Awareness Run brought to you by Through Tragedy Comes Light, a nonprofit organization. And just today, I actually got to meet the next service dog I'll be posting on that uh, had Meadow Ridge, uh, Wimes and Danes, the owners, uh, Tom and Teresa Smith, uh, came over to show me the new dog in which we'll be donating to a veteran, 100% training paid for. That's what Everlasting Veteran does. Um, Make sure you go to everlastingveteran.com. You can go pick up some merch, supporting merch. You can donate. You can become a weekly supporter. Um, as little as $5 a week, it helps pay for dog food. It helps pay for training uh, and helping any other veterans out. Listen, Aaron, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, definitely, as your journey continues, I'd love to have you on for season four. I'm starting a book out, so uh, love Absolutely. to have you on. Um, you're an amazing individual, inspiring uh, and like you said, positive people connect. And uh, I hope everybody goes and checks you out at uh, Aaron Blake Music on YouTube and uh, subscribes. Make sure you go over to Everlasting Veteran on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe and like on YouTube, Everlasting Veteran. I appreciate you, man. And uh, we're going to... Yeah, we're going uh, yeah, to wrap this up, man. I, I love having the conversations with you. We'll stay in touch. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. Bulldog 3-3, Apache 8 November, fire for effect over. Enemy OP on hilltop, over. Okay.